And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having an awesome day. I am driving right now, heading out to um, a mountain to hike which will be cool. And I'm actually going to be there, I think, in less than 10 minutes or so. Uh, so kind of be gauging that when I get there. Um, it's going to be cool. It's, uh, what is it? Oh, it's way better. So I actually hiked this mountain last week. And um, as I was driving out, it said my temperature gauge said 84. Um, 84. And out here, it's we're kind of like kind of close to the desert. You know, or, or as I'm this mountain is close to the desert. It actually technically is the desert, I think. Um, and so like, it's like super potent sun. So it, it, it's really hot. Like when it says 84, it's freaking hot. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, it was actually borderline miserable. It was so hot. Um, today it's 68 on my thermometer, same thermometer in the car. So, um, I think it's gonna be a lot nicer. I have like way less energy this week. So it's kind of, kind of interesting. Like <laughs> last week I was like the high energy. I guess I needed it to make it up the mountain with it being so hot, but anyway, I wanted to talk to you all for a couple minutes before I got to the mountain. I still don't see it yet, so I must be at least seven, eight minutes away, maybe ten. Um, and I want to talk to you about a video I did yesterday, um, and I wanted to just kind of relay this info to you. I think the video probably goes into more depth, so right now the video is on in the public Facebook group. Um, so it's MLMSalesFunnels.com. MLMSalesFunnels.com. If you go there, um, a video from yesterday's date, which was May 13th, I believe. Um, if you go there, you could watch that. And basically the title of the video is go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. And so I'm going to kind of touch on some of that today, but I, I already know right now I'm not going to get into as much depth and as many points. So it's, it's a very worthwhile topic. It was only like a 17 minute video yesterday, but it's, it's worth the, it's worth the watch for sure. Um, so, you know, in, in my first few years, um, I did not follow this advice. I went wherever I possibly could in my team. So I went where I was tolerated, not necessarily celebrated. And it's a huge, huge, and just that phrase, when I learned that phrase, it changed my whole life. Um, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. And so if you're ever feeling like your team is just tolerating you or someone on your team is tolerating you, you're spending your time in the wrong place. Um, 
you cannot convince anyone to do the business. Once they're in the business, like meaning once someone is in, like you can't convince them to participate. You can lead them and help them and inspire them and stuff like that, but you can't convince them to do anything. And one of the things that, you know, whenever we get questions about like, hey, you know, how do I help this person do X? Or this person is not doing this, you know, what do I do? Really what they're saying is, how do I convince somebody to do the business that doesn't want to do the business? And that is a fool's errand. Um, You don't want to waste your time with that kind of stuff. Um, You want to only work with people that truly want to build the business and that are building the business. So the next kind of tripping point is you're working with people that you actually enjoy and that they enjoy you, but they're kind of faking you out. And, you know, you can get faked out by people that you, that you like and that like you, but that aren't actually doing it. Um, so, and when I say doing it, the, the way you can measure that is by straight up activity and then results. So if they're brand new, you might have to measure their participation by the activity that they're taking. Um, uh, but if they're not brand new, you were going to measure that by the results that they're getting. You know, so you want to treat the business as if you are a top earner and your time is hyper valuable before you are a top earner. And before on paper, your time is actually valuable because that's the only way you'll ever get to anywhere that you actually care about. And you'll not want to, you know, it's the only place, only way to get somewhere in your business that you like actually want to live inside of your business. So this recently came up to my, uh, there's, there's two ways to make this happen. The first one is setting proper expectations. If you haven't taken the perfect retention secrets course, I highly uh, suggest you do that. Um, the first one is setting proper expectations and getting people started properly. The second thing is then adhering to those expectations. So um, one of the things that you know I have a, a very low tolerance for is weakness. So when someone, if someone is being weak, Um, and they're not taking responsibility for their own actions or their own team, or if they have questions and they're not taking responsibility to find the answers. I have very little tolerance for that. Um, And uh, the second thing is I have virtually no tolerance for people that are um, being not kind. So uh, recently something, uh, actually there's been a a couple instances, very... uh, I shouldn't say very, but somewhat recently where we've had a couple people that uh, we work with that have been a little abrasive in their communication as far as their coaching relationship and stuff like that. And it made me realize like, okay, number one, I don't know if I'm teaching this. uh, So, you know, I can't fully blame them, but, but two, and also helped me, well, I guess in the same vein, it, it showed me that I need to teach this. I need to teach, you know, uh, how to go where you're celebrated, not tolerated, and also how to treat people. Um, it's, it's funny that we generally treat our downline really well to the point, of, like literally to, to a fault. Uh, you, you actually, most, most of you probably bend over too far backwards for your downline and you actually weaken them. Um, but it's funny how, how you'll put on your best behavior for your downline, but then your wife or your spouse or your kids get the worst or your upline gets the worst. And, you know, if you have a coach that's willing to work with you, uh, I will say this, that you only have like one or two or three upline ever. Your upline doesn't grow, meaning you don't get more upline. 
but you are going to have thousands and thousands of downlines. So you want to be very protective of that upline relationship. And I learned this, thank God, not from me. I'm not that smart. I learned this from a really good mentor that I had in, in our first company who taught me how to really treat that relationship. And, um, you know, I always have done that since I learned it. It's not because I made it up once again, but since I learned it, I've always done that. And uh, it pays dividends. Um, you know, like when I call, I've, we've, we've only got two upline. Um, we've got literally one guy. He's like the top, he's like basically the top earner in the company. Then we've got another guy who is the, like, you know, the, 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 the top guy in the company. He's the, you know, the biggest dude. Um, so one guy's, one guy's the biggest dude, one guy's the biggest earner. Um, and, uh, those are only two upline that we have. And I'm very happy to say that if I were to call either of them at any mo- moment, they'd both be happy to get my call. And, um, you know, one of them has called me, you know, one of their best friends, if not their best friend. And, you know, is that by accident? No, it's not by accident. It's because I treat them really, really well. And that doesn't mean I buy them things. It doesn't mean, although sometimes I do, it doesn't mean that I suck up to them. I definitely don't. In fact, I'm probably, uh, I'll go toe to toe with one of them specifically where most people won't. Um, and so it doesn't mean that I'm always agreeing, but I'm doing, but I, it does mean that I'm always, uh, doing things right by them. I'm always giving them the benefit of the doubt. Um, I am, whenever I need to talk about something difficult with them, I never blame them. I sandwich my communication. So I bring up something good. I talk about a question or a correct, or something that I need to talk with them about. And then I re-edify them again. See, this is the stuff that we do with our downline to create influence with them. But so many people forget to do it with their upline. Now, here's the thing. Now I've got very good favor with my upline. So when things, and this has happened already multiple times, and I've got favor with people at the corporation. So when opportunities come, such as speaking engagements in other places, such as uh, maybe certain types of special business privileges, um, you know, that can become very profitable. I'm the first person generally on their mind, like the first one, because I have positioned myself as a great friend, someone that's very honest, someone that's very good. They remember people forget what you say, but they don't forget how you made them feel. And so if I always make them feel special, um, that means I'm going to be on their mind first before someone else. So this is, this is strategic. And, you know, we've had some people that have, they, they need things from us. They want things from us. And some, we've got quite a few people and I'm very proud to say that the majority of our team treats us really well. I'm very grateful for that. Some of them are exceedingly abundantly above that and treat us very, very well. And we have others that, you know, uh, want things from us and I don't like the way they make me feel. And, um, you know, I'm not excited to pick up their phone call. In fact, when they call, I don't pick it up. Uh, I'll let it go to voicemail and I will have them send a, a message to me later. Um, and that is just human nature. You know, I'm a human also. And so I'm saying this from multiple vantage points. Number one is treat your upline as you would like to be treated because however you treat your upline, your downline will treat you. And number two, pass this on to your team. You want to have them treat their upline, which is you and others, how they want to be treated by their team. And so you want this, this 
cascading ripple effect of respect of a first-class team, I've heard it put, a first-class team. And um, if you don't do this, you'll have drama in your business, you'll have people jockeying for position, um, you'll have people playing politics, uh, all things you don't want, all things that can be avoided by simply putting people first, treating everyone with massive respect, and as much effort as you put into, you know, I, I used to be almost slightly embarrassed to say this, but I'm, I'm more proud of it now. You know, when I send a message to my upline in our first company and this company, or anyone that I want favor with, you know, I record it sometimes three to four times. Sometimes I'll even record it three to four times and then delete them and come back to them the next day and record them again the next day with a fresh mind. You know, if someone sends me a stupid message, like something that really pisses me off, I will um, I will listen to it or, or read it or whatever, and I'll wait 24 to 48 hours before responding. That is not things that came natural to me. These are learned things that I had the privilege of learning from different coaches and stuff. But when you apply them, it makes everything so much better. Relationships are the currency. And, um, you know, I'm... You know, I'm a pretty forgiving guy, so I'm not going to hold this against these people that have kind of, you know, trespassed, if you will, on on our relationship. Um, I'm going to give them an opportunity to, of course, you know, uh, redeem themselves and that kind of a thing. But, um, you know, obviously, like I said, we're we're all we're all humans, right? And so we all want to be treated well. We all want to be we all want to be happy, and um, and. Uh, I'm like backing in right now to the parking spot, so I kind of lost my train of thought, but I think you get it. Um, so that being said, treat upline with respect. Treat your downline with respect. Um, focus on your communication with uh, whoever you're speaking with. Um, don't just assume because it's an upline that they um, that they like need to take your like crap. Um, like if you complain to an upline, like I'll just I'll just I'll put it to you this way. Um, like, we've got some people that, like, we don't really enjoy reading their stuff, um, like, opening their messages, uh, things like that. And I think the thing that, you know, we don't necessarily communicate, but I, it, makes, it makes me really want to, is that, like, we don't need them. Like, we were doing very well without them. And um, we also don't show, we don't, like, showcase our earnings. We don't tell our team what we earn. Um, we kind of allude to certain things sometimes, but not really. Um, and so I don't know if they really grasp, like, like we genuinely like lived a very good business life before you. And, you know, you know, your, your drop in the pond is like one, not even a percent. Um, you know, I don't even think there's one, like, like we could basically, we could, yeah, I'm not going to even go there. Um, that's not the point I'm trying to make here, but I am getting to that. Like, you don't need anyone downline of anyone downline. Like even our very top producers who, you know, that kind of thing. Like if they went away, it, it would barely matter. Um, and that is a mindset that we had before we had the position. And so we don't tell people that like, this is the first time I'm like vocalizing this in a long time. We don't tell people like what I just said to you. But we do have people treat us with respect. And if they don't, like, we're not going to spend time there. And so 
I know I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but I want to make sure that you go where you're celebrated, not tolerated, because I think the fact that I haven't taught this in probably over a year to our team has caused some of these ripple effects. It's caused a couple of these people to be a little bit disrespectful and to have them think that they like that I owe them something or that we owe them something as a, as an organization. And that's just not the, that's just not the case. Um, you know, they, we provided them the service that we promised and now we are, um, you know, we, we don't need to continue into any sort of relationship that we feel disrespected within. And we, we certainly don't need them from a financial standpoint. And so, you know, the fact that I haven't taught on, um, some of these expectation things in a more consistent setting, like it's in, it's inside of our automated training programs and stuff like that, but then it has to be a little more consistent of a message from us and, um, and to really teach them not just how to treat us. Cause that's not really the major point. It is one of the points, but it's treating their upline. Well, even if it's not us, even if there's like a hundred people between us and them, but it's treating, helping them treat their upline with respect so that their downline treats them with respect. And then, they can actually duplicate with very little stress. Um, at the end of the day, duplication with stress is just a job. You need stress-free duplication. So I know I've been rambling a little bit. I'm kind of like catching my thoughts as I'm saying them, but this has been on my mind for a couple of days now. And uh, yesterday I kind of had a righteous video. And so there's some, it's some really good stuff in there. I definitely recommend listening to that. Um, but uh, anyway, this is a really good topic that I want to probably continue to talk about some more. Probably start putting some more of this through our team in a more consistent manner. Um, obviously, if you're not on our team, you're not going to see that, but I'm just kind of letting you know what I'm going to be doing. Um, and uh, and I'm probably going to re-give some life to the Perfect Retention Secrets course because that goes through a lot of this stuff. Um, so if you haven't bought the PRS course, the Perfect Retention Secrets, go buy that. Um, and uh, and if you don't know where to find it, just go to the MLM Sales Funnels group, MLM Sales Funnels.com and ask for it and you know someone will get you a link. So... Anyway, with that being said, guys, uh, thanks for letting me, let me ramble. If you listen to all this, hopefully you get some value out of this. And uh, we love and appreciate all of you. Uh, leave a review and a rating down below. And uh, we would love that. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.